social value is that long-term commitment to giving back. It's about taking action because it's the right thing to do. It is the right thing to be doing. We are just coming out the back end of the COVID-19 pandemic and we're seeing the impact that that's had on people's livelihoods, their health and their well-being. I'm actually involved in a local netball league um, in a team that is called the Net Chicks. The Net Chicks. The Net okay. Chicks. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of Altrad Uncovered. I'm Pete Hughes, and as usual, I'll be your host for today. In this podcast, we'll be discussing Altrad's role in supporting social value. And to help with that conversation, I'm pleased to be joined today by Natalie Davis, a Category Procurement Manager, and Richard Doust, a Finance Business Partner, both from our UK business. So a warm welcome to both of you. It's great to have you on the podcast today. Thanks, Pete. It's great to have been let out the office. <laughs> Likewise, I'm looking forward to it. Great. Okay. So to kick off, let's start off with social value. And for an old guy like me, firstly, could you explain what social value really is? And secondly, what's the difference between social value and corporate responsibility, CSR? Okay, so social value looks at the positive value that businesses create for the communities that they're operating in. So it's about helping communities change for the better, adding value as opposed to extracting that value. So it's things like using local suppliers, local labour, volunteering to be a mentor in local schools and providing career advice. Yeah, so thanks for asking the question because it's important that we differentiate between CSR and social value. So CSR is the strategy, it's the business model. It's there to keep the business accountable for their impact. And to simplify it, we like to think of it as the the three Ps. So that's profits, people and the planet. And it's about keeping all those in equal measure. Okay. Yeah, and whereas social value is that long-term commitment to giving back, it's about taking action because it's the right thing to do. Okay, all right. Okay, so that's clearer for me anyway. So... So it's about adding value, not extracting value, and our long-term commitments to giving back. Have I, have I got that right? Yeah, got that spot on. <laughs> okay. It's, uh, for an old guy like me, that's, that's, uh, I'm being pretty efficient today, <laughs> by the way. Okay, now I, now I get it. So, um, so for, the, for the listeners, why is social value so important? And, and what are the advantages of embedding strong social value for Altrad and his people? I think as Richard's just said, um, it is the right thing to be doing at the moment. It's very current at the moment. We are just coming out the back end of the COVID-19 pandemic and we're seeing the impact that that's had on people's livelihoods, their health and their well-being. There's such an increase on the cost of living at the moment and people are still trying to recover from the COVID-19 pandemic. You know, lots of people were out of work. The hospitality sector obviously took a huge hit um, and there's just so many people struggling, looking for that little bit of extra help. So just for instance, here at Goldthorpe, we have a food bank collection that we take to the local food bank once a month. And in the six months that we've been doing it, we've actually managed to 
donate about 40 archive boxes worth of food, which really does help those in need while we try and, you know, rebuild the economy. And I think as well, um, our clients, our suppliers and our employees all want to see that we're doing the right thing because we've all got those similar values. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. And just to to add to that, as part of our 2026 strategy, we've got the the three, three key pillars. So that's recruit, retain and reward. And for me, social value really sits front and centre of retain. It's about that feel-good factor about coming to work because you know that the business you're working for is making a difference. Yeah, yeah. And then as part of that process, we gathered some, we gathered some data from a company called um, Impact. So they gather, they gather data from different companies and 43% of the respondents were considering their current role because the company is not doing enough in this social value space. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then another survey, 90% of the employees who worked at companies with a strong sense of purpose, they felt more inspired, more motivated, and more loyal. Okay, yeah, thanks for that, Richard. I, I sort of, that makes a lot of sense. And in fact, <laughs> I feel more inspired and motivating just, just hearing all that. So... Um, <laughs> So tell me, how did you how did you both get involved in social value at Altrad? It all started at the Altrad Accelerator Development Program. Um, it was created to develop the skills of its future leaders. Okay. Yeah, the, the course itself covered a variety of areas, such as team and leadership skills, managing difficult situations, and influencing others to drive change. Oh, all the easy stuff then, Richard, right? <laughs> exactly. Okay. <laughs> um, Part of the program also was undertaking a strategically important project. So we had the choice of three projects for ourselves, which was Natalie, Chris Leng, Matty Wooden and I. We decided to choose the social value project as I think we all felt we could relate to it for different reasons. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I've seen firsthand the benefits a business can provide to the local community. Okay, great. And, and for you, Nat? I think for me, I was keen to see how we could embed social value within the supply chain and not just within this business. So we want to make sure we're leaving a lasting legacy. Um, And by this, we mean how do we embed it into the business and our supply chain? So when we think about going to a beach and doing a beach clean, once the clean is done, the tide comes back in and the litter's back on the beach. So how do we really embed that into the business and the supply chain to make sure it's part of our everyday life? And I think from the presentation, it became clear that the business really does have an appetite for social value. So we were met with a really positive response from the executive committee who were keen for us to start the work on developing and rolling out the new initiative. Okay. I I remember that presentation vividly, actually. Um, You and the other members of the team presented in such a confident and compelling way. Um, For me, it it was really thought-provoking and... As I think I said to you on the day, you achieved something almost unheard of, complete consensus across the entire executive committee. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, you should be really proud of what you achieved on on that day. And, um, of course, if ever you fancy a career in uh, business development, you'll uh, you'll give me a shout, right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, brilliant. Uh, Great to hear. So, so. What's next to help drive social value in Eltrad? Yeah, so we've been working with the, the marketing team to develop a short video um, to help bring to life social value, really. Um, you'll start to see posters around the business with QR links, so that'll take us to the CSR page. Okay. 
So when we presented to the board, we managed to get the commitment from one of the directors to be a social value champion for us. Okay. So we're currently working alongside Tony Jester to implement a number of recommendations. And as Richard mentioned, we'll be using videos and posters to help build momentum and spread the word across the business. And something that the group are actually doing at the moment is working alongside the Forget-Me-Nots Children Hospice. So mm-hmm. this is a charity that Altred are actually partnered with and it helps children with life-shortening illnesses. So me and the rest of the project team will be giving up some time um, to work with the people at the hospice. Okay, well, wow, that's uh, a lot of amazing progress and I, I certainly look look forward to seeing how all that uh, progresses as it's such an important aspect of how we how we move forward. Um, also great to see that you're getting involved with the Forget Me Not charity and having visited them myself, I've, I've seen firsthand what an amazing impact they have on local families. But if I may, could we just go back to that uh, accelerator program for a moment? How, how, did you, how did you both find that? So for me, I was pushed completely out of my comfort zone. Um, Previously, I couldn't imagine standing up in front of a group of people, let alone presenting to the board of directors. So it was... We're uh, not that bad, you know. So for me, it's really helped my personal confidence. um, And it's also helped me look outside the shared services department as well, I'd say. Um, So sometimes it's so easy to become blinkered to the point where you just kind of consider the things that impact you in your department. Yeah. Um, so it was really good to see and discuss different points of view from other areas of the business. Great. And, and Richard, what about you? Yeah, so my initial thoughts were, what a great opportunity. But how am I going to fit this into the busy Altrad schedule? Um, <laughs> it's, this is going to sound a bit cheesy, but when you are pushed outside of your comfort zone, like like Nat says... You develop you, de- you develop your own skills, um, yeah. and one of those benefits for me was managing different stakeholders' expectations. Yeah, um, I also felt like I met people on the course that I might not have got chance to, um, so it helped develop my network, and I've now got people that I can go to when needed. Yeah, no, that that's actually it's quite fantastic to hear, and uh, I'm really pleased you enjoyed the experience, and and by the sound of things, you took away so much from it. Um, okay, as we are approaching the end of our time today, I'm sure the listeners would be really interested to find out a little bit more about you both. So firstly, Nat, before you head back to the procurement department at our Goldthorpe office in Yorkshire, could you share with us something about you, about yourself and, and your life outside Altrad? Perhaps, if you've got one, uh, an unusual fact that not many people might know. I'll have to dig deep. <laughs> um, Go for it. Okay, so I'm involved. I'm actually involved in a local netball league um, in a team that is called the Net Chicks. The Net Chicks. The Net okay. Chicks. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the summer league has just kicked off, and although when you're standing outside at eight pm on a Wednesday evening in Doncaster, it doesn't quite feel like summer. <laughs> but we're a group of girls who know each other from school, and we thought, why not? Let's join in. So we just stood off our trainers and we joined the league. And actually, we played last night and had uh, had our second win of the season. So okay, well, yes. that, that's great news. And yeah. um, hey, listen, if there's one thing our listeners are likely to remember from this podcast, it's the name Net Chicks, <laughs> <laughs> or pa- or possibly the fact that you're suggesting summer really does occur in Doncaster. Is that true? 
<laughs> the sun's always shining on us Yorkshire folk. <laughs> I'll, I'll take your word for that. Uh, and Richard, the same, uh, the same tricky question to you. Yeah, definitely tricky for me, Pete. Thank, <laughs> thanks for asking me second. Um, this is one of those questions that, that I hate because everyone knows when you're in finance, you're probably boring. I, I couldn't possibly comment on that, Richard. <laughs> it wouldn't be, uh, wouldn't be appropriate. And unfortunately, that is the case for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but thinking back, yeah, I've uh, actually come close to death four times. Okay. Um, first time, I'd only been around a few seconds. I was uh, born with the umbilical cord wrapped around my neck. Okay. Then got to the age of five, fell off a 10-foot wall. <laughs> um, I then managed to get to the age of 10 um, in the south of France, swimming in the sea. I thought I could uh, outswim an undercurrent. Okay. That wasn't the case. <laughs> and then finally, I got knocked off a motorbike at the age of 18. Um, so I think it's best, yeah, that I'm kept in the office out of the way. <laughs> I think I'd agree, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> You've worn me out just listening to all of that lot. And um, there are no accidents in the financial accounts, am I right? <laughs> well, for every risk, there's an opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on that note, um, uh, unfortunately, we've now reached the end of our time today. So... I'd like to thank you both for the insights into social value and and also for sharing your experience on our Accelerator Management Development Programme. I really appreciate you taking the time to come come and join me on the podcast today. You've you've both been amazing guests, so thank you. Thanks, Pete. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, for me too. Thanks a lot. Well, the pleasure was certainly all mine. Thanks again. Well, that's it for today. So all that remains for me to do is to thank the listeners for their time and please do continue to send in your suggestions for future guests to altrad.uncovered at altrad.com thanks for listening thanks for listening